0: J.M. in the A.M. Thursday morning broadcast, speaking to the Jerusalem College of Technology, and Orly Gutman is here. Orly is director of strategic partnerships for JCT. She has a um, a perspective on the innovative initiatives that JCT is involved with, and everything. All right, we're okay. Orly Gutman, shalom, and welcome to JM in the AM. Thank you. Great to
1: oh, be I here. Oh, I see
0: what's going on. He's offering you that microphone if that's too loud for you, so it's up to you if you want to switch, but if you're okay. I'll switch. will switch? Okay, so grab that one, and we'll be fine. Uh, we have learned so much about JCT in the last half hour. You can't imagine. Love first here? What have you I learned? Mean, I, I'm thrilled that there were some students here, yeah. students who went to New York, New Jersey high schools, who then came traditionally to their gap year in Israel. Yeah. And then decided when they found out about JCT to actually make Aliyah stay in Israel and pursue further education with the Jerusalem College of Technology. Good,
1: so you've already learned a lot.
0: I've already learned a lot. So we're good, we're done. To say the least. Um, But you're the director of strategic partnerships for JCT and partnerships in what area? What does that mean? You're looking to partner with whom?
1: It's a good question. Uh, It's deliberately vague so that we can (laughs) do many different things. One, uh, JCT asked me to to join JCT uh, in order to increase the added value of students with regard to industry. So what we've done is we've worked with many, many different companies. About, I think we're up to about 60, 70 companies now. Wow. And we bring them in to do programs with us. For example, one of our programs was a cyber program where we worked with the uh, National Cyber Bureau from the Prime Minister's Office and the Rashi Foundation's Cyber Education Center and about 21 different companies in the cyber, in the cyber area. So that includes aerospace and defense, startups, multinational cyber companies. And we worked with students who were outstanding graduates of engineering, all religious, Haredi and (laughs) Orthodox, which is incredible, because these people had never really been in that industry before. And the country was seriously missing out on this huge pool of talent. So we took these amazing students, right? Some of them with like payas and beards and sitsis and these women who are married with babies, you know, some of them one oldest of 11 children and they studied cyber very intensively along with these companies in a specialized curriculum after they were already engineers and now they're working in aerospace and defense. It's incredible. And the people in those industries had never seen people who looked like this before contributing to Israel in that way. It's amazing. It's the Kiddush Hashem. It's, it's fantastic.
0: Oh, I agree with that. Um, so if, but the, if I could interrupt for a second. So the first stage was really getting that community familiar with what JCT does. Because as you just described, they need that degree first before they pursue any of this. That's
1: right. So those students were already students right. who are graduates of our own which Which program. is an
0: accomplishment in and of itself.
1: It's a, hu- it's a huge accomplishment. Yeah. And you're right. It's something that cannot be understated or, or underestimated. We have 4,400 students from 23 different countries. Wow! Many of them Israeli, and the Israeli Haredi public, or ultra-orthodox public, in traditionally hasn't gotten degrees. So for we're clearly doing something right. We respect everybody's values. We try to make everyone feel comfortable in that environment. We t- we have separate campuses for men and women, and they're coming in droves. We have over 2,000 Haredi students, which is incredible. That's unbelievable. Um, and men we're, and women. Men and women, yeah, 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 and, we're, and about forty-five percent of them study engineering, which is incredible. Um, something else that we're doing with industry is we created an entrepreneurship program because this, this, our our communities, both modern Orthodox and Haredi, ultra-Orthodox, besides for cyber, they really didn't know what entrepreneurship was, right. um, especially in the high-tech ecosystem. Um, They also didn't know what hackathons were. Does anyone here know what a hackathon is?
0: We're familiar with it. You're familiar, but for our audience. But what's funny is I'm trying to think about them coming into something like that. So
1: let me tell you what happened. So (laughs) hackathons, for those who don't know, who are listening, are technology marathons, where in about 48 hours, teams work on previously unseen challenges. Right. And they have to develop a tech product in 48 hours. Our students did not know what a hackathon was, obviously, so that was even more challenging. We brought in all these different companies. Intel was an amazing partner. IBM, Eileen Children's Hospital, Hatsala, et cetera. They all came, now I'm again to be in its own. Um, so they came, they provided challenges. They say, this is something we need solved. I'll give you an example. Aline Children's Hospital said, says we have kids in wheelchairs. Mm. They don't have so much control over the wheelchairs and we're scared they're gonna bang into walls or God forbid fall downstairs." Our students took that idea they developed a sensor for wheelchairs, like a mobile eye for wheelchairs, that can beep or stop when it senses that there's an obstacle in front of them or on an angle like stairs. And the judges, most of whom were non-religious, but were very involved with the tech ecosystem, were sitting there with their mouths open. They had never before seen men or women You know, guys with sisters hanging out, (laughs) keep us on their heads, beards. Women, and our women's hackathon, we had nursing mothers there, right? So they're surrounded by babies. They're holding a baby in one hand and coding all night with the other. They had never seen these men and women talk about electrical engineering, electro-optics engineering, software engineering, and developing amazing, amazing products. Our women, can I say something about our women? Please. Our women um, got a challenge from Intel, and Intel said, we have a problem when God forbid there's a mass casualty incident, it's all crazy, everyone's going crazy, right? Right. It's total chaos, what do we do? So, our students developed an electric bracelet, these women, these 20 year old women, right, who study both software engineering and electronics, they developed an electric bracelet that a paramedic can talk into the bracelet, describe the treatment he's already provided, and triage is done automatically using algorithms as well as figuring out which hospital will be the appropriate receiving hospital so these young women did this in less than 48 hours obviously won the prize and they've already gone on to win other hackathons these women it was so exciting that this we finished on a friday afternoon sunday i started getting calls from the municipality from investors saying we heard about your women they call them girls even they are girls we heard about your women we wanna see what they've produced. So two weeks later, we brought six teams over to JVP, which as you know, is this huge you know, investor platform um, here in Israel. Um, and these women presented to them, these young, young women presented six tech products to a room of investors, two weeks later. So this is something that the community has never seen before, but they love it. And now the students are coming up to us and saying, what else can we do, when's the next one? What we do then is we take uh, many of these groups and others into our entrepreneurship program, into what's called a pre-accelerator, and they develop these products for market. So we have one team there who's working on drones. They're providing <laughs> drone services.
0: As a retail item. Well, I mean, commercial, yeah. A commercial item, right.
1: Exactly right. So we have another team that has worked on software to help tutors and, and huge institutions. Um, and it's incredible. Another, another team, I'll give you another example. We don't care if our students fail. We're like, no problem if you failed. If it didn't work out the first time, you now have the skills. What are you going to do with them now? We had one student. He was in our pre-accelerator. His product, he worked really hard. It just didn't work. Most startups don't work. What did he do? He took the, that skill set, and he transferred them to an, a senior project he had to do in his fourth year of engineering. And he, because of the knowledge that he had, he was able to turn an academic project into a startup, and what it does is it optimizes traffic lights in high-density areas. And then Jerusalem Municipality is now doing a pilot with this student's project, which is now startup.
0: Unbelievable. It's
1: great. Unbelievable. So, yeah, I can talk about this forever, but I think we only have 10 minutes, so or- keep going. <laughs> Orly Gutman is
0: here, Director of Strategic Partnerships for JCT. The partnership that – one of the partnerships that we were – intrigued by earlier was this um was people who are graduates of jct who are now in army intelligence frankly and yes. it, i so can't
1: talk about it so much but what's your question understood.
0: <laughs> so aside from industry and entrepreneurship and those companies that you mentioned who have tremendous interest right. the israeli army has tremendous interest in the graduates
1: yes <laughs> that's all i can say no no, no. and they're but looking i,
0: I guess did. for specific people who could do so tremendous right. things behind the scenes
1: right so um in at jct we have different groups of students. Some of our students come to JCT first, get an engineering degree, and then go to the Army using that degree mm. in the Army. And that could be software, electro-optics, etc. But some of
0: your graduates uh, never even think of going to the Army, frankly. I would think.
1: Well, it depends who. So we have, let's say, the Dati Lumi, the modern right. orthodox, right? We'll do that. Right. Or they come after the Army. Um, in the Haredi population, most don't go to the Army. Right. Some do. But even they... Afterwards, maybe working in the defense industry with their degrees. Right. But yes, the army comes, and among those students who do their engineering degree first, um, sometimes the army units have to fight it out. We have interest from—I I don't know what I can say. I can say this: we have interest from a naval unit. We have interest from well intelligence Intelligence. Units, well for right, sure, right? right. Um, yeah.
0: And they and they will battle it out until they, they got the right people. Right. What What I
1: can say is that. We've had um, numerous, I think 12, 15, 17 of our graduates who've already gotten the Israel Defense Prize for their work in our, in the Army and in intelligence. That's remarkable. They can't really say what those um, what those prizes are for. Right. But we can say that... And their
0: family has no clue what the prizes right. are for. We, we can say
1: that, <laughs> that it has involved um, helping with terror tunnels and also fixing a satellite that otherwise would have cost probably um 500 million dollars to fix and our student was able to develop algorithm to fix this uh, this army satellite so unbelievable yeah
0: it's great your graduates is it safe to say they have no trouble getting jobs after they graduate would that be a good way of putting it or not so
1: that's an excellent question they have no trouble getting jobs what we're trying to do is to make sure that they get the best jobs that they can Mm. because so many of our students prior to their education at jct they may not have parents who work, or they may have parents that work in very different types of professions, they don't really know the market. Um, And especially on the Haredi market, they may not have the connections that other people do, especially from the Army. So that's why our industry programs are so important, so that while they're still in their undergraduate degree, we're having them touch industry in so many different areas, they get that experience, and then what we find is that industry recruits them Right from their undergraduate degree. Right. And that's our goal.
0: So you basically have served for the familiarity that they don't have. You've given them the familiarity in the market that they would never have known growing up, that companies never heard of in their whole experience. Right.
1: We try to give them that familiarity with the market. We also try to give them skills that the market needs. Right. They need to learn entrepreneurship. They need to learn innovation. We don't care if they have their own startup or they use those skills to be very entrepreneurial in larger companies, in the larger mult- multinationals, but they need to change the Tfisa, as we say in Hebrew. They need to change their perspective, realize, have, having confidence in their own skills, and realizing that they really can use their creativity in so many different ways. They don't just have to go somewhere and program and code. Phenomenal. They can do so much more.
0: Orly Gutman, Director of Strategic Partnerships for the Jerusalem College of Technology. Thank you so much for being here today. You so much. <laughs> A pleasure to have you here. Unbelievable stuff going on at JCT and we have the opportunity to speak to people who are either experiencing it firsthand or are facilitating it firsthand for their students.